Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories. From breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings, it's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also really love hearing from you. So please do contact me through Instagram at Mumsdays with any of your stories really and, and, you know, how you relate to the episode or even questions that you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. Today I'm joined by my very good yogi friend. We both did um, yoga teacher training together, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. Now, Sean <laughs> is, um, well, I, I mean, where do I even start? You've got very many, many, many talents. Um, but <laughs> yes, I do. One of them is a deep self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to shine <laughs> you definitely do um but you're an incredible body worker mm. i remember the I time you released the womb troll from my womb oh do you remember yeah. that you were working on yeah. my neck yeah <laughs> how did it get done that <laughs> i don't yeah. know um yeah. but uh yeah so quickly body work is well how would you explain it sean oh do you know what i've written a really, really good description about it once. And did I? You're going to find I... it for me. What is body work? <clears throat> a delightful concoction of massage, meridians, and pressure point work, intuitive healing infused with Reiki and energy work. Body work can assist with injury, stiffness, physical rehabilitation, psychosomatic healing, stress release, to name a few. Oh, that isn't the full one. That's good so though. I mean, that gives you that, a feeling that is for a good it. One. So it's a bit yeah. like you're working with pressure points that you would with if you went for acupuncture, but just without needles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And it's very, um, it's quite spiritual. So you're combining like these different yeah. points with healing work and Reiki. Yeah. So that's what yeah. you were doing on me, and you're excellent at that. But you also, um, we have light workers. And you're what would be described as a shadow worker, like a really happy one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it's like the sarcastic laughing, ha, ha, ha. But do you know what? You have such a calming energy that if you were going to go to a dark place with anybody, I'd want to be doing it with you. So oh, that's properly, you. no, you're welcome. Please come and do some body work on me. Please come. <laughs> yeah, come now. Um, so I guess I ended up getting into all this kind of stuff because I was going through divorce and already mm-hmm. in a bit of a shit place. And mm-hmm. I guess you naturally start being like, how have I ended up here? Why is this happening? Um, but yeah. Some people might be like, what the hell's shadow work? Like, what does that even mean? Right. And you, so if you were going to do a workshop with you. Yeah. For the first time, what can people expect? What can, oh God. It's totally unique to the experience. But so shadow work comes from 
Carl Jung's psychology, like, so you got Freud and Jung. Okay. The two, like, big headliners at the time. <clears throat> and Jung was all about the kind of shadow aspects of things. And it's almost the qualities of people that are suppressed so much and then layers upon layers upon layers and then it's all pushed down and then eventually it just kind of like has to come out because mm -hmm. it's like so one example that i remember is say uh, a young lad say five or six year old and we've got like set a very mm, 1970s northeast family is it you dad's sure. a minor <laughs> mum's a stay-at-home mum type of thing Okay. So you've got this young lad, kind of like the Billy Elliot thing. Yeah. You know, like, so he's like, oh, I'm a dancer. And his dad's like, well, I'm a minor. So, like, don't do that thing in front of me. Uh-huh. But imagine that Billy Elliot's dance was suppressed. So it's like, I don't want you to be, like, a perfor, blah, 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 and I don't want the neighbours talking. You're not dancing in the street. Suppress that. You're going to be a minor like me because my dad was a minor, my granddad was a minor, we're minors. Urgh pub yeah like you know that kind of thing now imagine like you got to 14 that dancer who then became like a world famous dancer imagine that was just that suppressed what that would do to you so they had gone on you, to become the minor and go to the pub and they had never gone done to the pub and did that imagine <clears throat> that level of availability of energy that was just suppressed and then something happens and then you just have this massive breakdown and then the dancer part comes up as well. Mm. So that's like dealing with shadow work is kind of going down to kind of reintroduce yourself to the dancer. But the dancer's not like going to come straight out. They're like, no, 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 because you put like a hundred walls in the way. Oh my God. So you're going to have to rebuild a relationship with me before I come back out. Because it's it's like the in its inner child stuff. Yeah. And you can't convince a child to do anything that they don't really want to do, especially if you do nothing but suppress them. Yeah. So that's kind of what shadow work is. <laughs> but like on a workshop, like one exercise I found really helpful that was like listing all the major archetypes well no the major characters in your life growing up so you'd have like your mum and your dad or your aunt and uncle or foster parents or guardians or whatever so you start with that kind of list and then you go down maybe like grandparents or neighbors that looked after you and all of these people then you'd pick a few that you want to work with that day like you know i like asking well, have you got mum or dad issues? That's like one of my questions whenever I'm dealing with someone. They're like, ah, that's too big of a question. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> what I'd say is like, what level do you want to work with today? So it might just be the neighbour that you, that was kind of nice, but did this thing that really annoyed you. So you can just work on that level. Okay. And then you list all of their good qualities and all of their bad qualities. And then what you had to change around that person that you had to suppress. So around the dad, you wouldn't have done the dancing. Where around your mum, they quite like creativity. So the artistic stuff could come out. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then it's kind of like revisiting that situation and then going, 
was that something that they didn't want to happen to me? Like the Northern dad didn't want me to be a dancer because of their idea of what's going to happen in the public or in the public eye. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want me to get bullied and they didn't want someone talking about them in the pub. And then it's like visiting all of these things. And and I guess looking at it with fresh grown-up eyes. Because, yeah, as a kid, when you're told, don't go near the fire, you haven't got the experience to know why you're not allowed to play near the fireplace Mm -hmm. at three. Where when you're like a 28-year-old adult, you probably burnt yourself a million times, and you kind of go, don't do it. (laughs) Don't touch the ball of fire. When you tell the 18-year-old, don't go out with that lad. Why? Because he's just not the one. He's the ball of fire. I'm still working through that. (laughs) You're like, don't, don't, please don't have him as a boyfriend. Why? Oh, you'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I sent somebody... a gif of there's like a dog sitting in a room of fire and I'm like yeah I'm the dog and you're the fire <laughs> and I'm still in it <laughs> she's like it's still quite fun <laughs> yeah but why so I guess it's that's that's the stuff you need you're looking at when you're doing your shadow work yeah and it's having it's having those like intelligent eyes to then look at the situation and kind of go oh, maybe that was for my greater good. Or maybe they were doing the best that they could at the time or what they had available. And then they get to a point when you kind of go, oh, is that because of their parents' thing? So, like, it gets to a point where it is the mum or the dad or that that, that archetype. Because you, yeah. you said about the maiden. So you get the mother or the father. And you get to the point where you're like, were they doing the best that they could with what they had available to them and with the lessons that they had available or are they just psychopaths? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, but even with that information, you can kind of go, Oh, I can just let that go. And you can stop feeding into an energy there that isn't necessary. Like going over a situation in your head continually for years and years and years isn't beneficial to you, really. Like, Yeah, at one point, can you go, I process that now, I'm done? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Takes a while. It's not easy. <laughs> but the worst thing to do is cover it in love and light all the time. Yeah. All the, like, like, bits of it is fine. It is scary. You can't, like, you I can't just go, I wholeheartedly forgive all the people on all levels all the time. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you need to do it all the time. You need to constantly be yeah. like, all right, I forgive you for that, even though it's still pissing me off. Mm. Like, can you, yeah. I remember when I first started doing therapy, I was like, oh, God, I really don't want to do this. Like, it just feels... Like, you don't know what you're going to find and if it's going to be too mm. much that you can't get back out. That's that's a scary bit, yeah. Like it's, it's like, if I, if I go down the rabbit hole, it's a, <laughs> can mm. I reintegrate into real life? And then the other but side of it. did you find any bits? Oh, yes, work? so much. But I was no. going to say the, sorry, the what? Go, no, go. go. I was going to say the other side of it is you think, oh, I don't even have any problems. 
Why am I doing this? Like compared to other people. Oh, grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. Like I had a conversation with somebody recently who was like, um, one of the stories that I, like a strong memory of mine is when I, a woman refused to give me a hot dog. And it stayed with me for a long time that I was like, nobody stood up for me. I didn't stand up for myself um, and I got told off. So I have this little thing around like, um, I'm not, I'm never going to stand up for myself. And I'll get, I feel it, this, like I can feel it in my body even now talking about it. And it's like, it was just Where a fucking hot dog, like somewhere around my hips and womb. Right. And okay. it's like, and really, the woman was just a bit of a bitch. Like, I was a three-year-old girl asking for a hot dog which didn't have sauce on. But I'd said, I was talking to a friend about it, and she's like, ah, you know, there could be a, like, that's not really a, a bad memory. <laughs> like, there could be many, me like, you definitely grew up with many worse memories than that. And yeah. yeah, for me, like, yeah, like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's also like, it, it doesn't matter what it is because I, I've met and worked with people who have got things that have happened to them, which is much worse. It's almost like film quality versions. Horrific, of, right? Hor horrific. And they're there and they're quite functioning. I'm like, right, okay. So, <laughs> like, I'm like, how, how, how are you still, able to be happy <laughs> in the world yeah but um it's yeah so, so the, the hot dog story don't add don't discredit it just because you are now like old enough to kind of reflect back on it and you're like well it was only a hot dog hmm. because that adds to like a layer of shadow work because you kind of go oh it was kind of a bit pathetic that i'm thinking that that i'm still that I'm still bothered about the hot dog. But it's like, what was happening around that? And was it you weren't being heard? Was it that no one was standing up for you? Was it? So it's almost the things that surround it that are important, not so much the story. Yeah. Like there's always. So you don't want to kind of go, like, oh, why, why, why am I still thinking about that? It's like pathetic. And then you kind of go, is not being heard pathetic? No. Yeah. It's not. And no one's standing up for you. If like, if there's miss, well, it's not really miss justice or anything, is it? Because it is a hot dog. <laughs> At the end of the day, I was a I little can't bit hungry. You were, like malnourished. <laughs> like, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> like it's not like, oh, please, I just want some food, anything. It was, yeah. Uh, but still, there's there's bits of it that probably need revisiting. And around the hips and things, it's quite often pre-verbal. But I mean, at three. I was probably talking. two, actually, but yeah, it would okay. have been around verbal's time. Verbal time. But maybe yeah, not verbal but enough. It, it, it could still, I mean, you wouldn't be able to articulate things fluently around two. Mm. And if you're around a load of adults, you kind of like, if you're the child, you kind of just put to the side for a bit, are you? It's not like integrated in conversation. So they're probably just like, oh, she just wants a hot dog. That greedy little girl. <laughs> Who were you with at the time? I remember my dad eating the hot dog I was getting, given with the ketchup on. And I didn't like ketchup, so I, he took it. And then I went back to get another one. Did you get the other one? No, she would 
fucking give me one. Oh. She pointed at me and said, you've already had one. But I mean, it's like obviously pathetic. I get it, but it's just interesting to be that you will go into your therapeutic process being like, "I've only got a bunch of pathetic stories going on. There's nothing to look into." But, but don't that's... call your traumas pathetic, because <laughs> like it, it just doesn't doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help them because I like, imagine that that's like. Imagine the trauma is like a child in a room, uh, but like with the, it's almost got the intelligence of your age now. So you've got this like dualistic person in a room and you go, oh, I'm just going to go deal with this pathetic situation. And then they're like, no, come back in six months time when you've, and you're like, oh, okay. I'll when you stop calling me pathetic and you would like acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, I'm not coming out of this room to deal with you until you stop calling me pathetic because it's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, pathetic. I'm sorry. Trauma. I'm sorry, yeah. But yeah, that is what stuff. you go into these processes thinking, like my problems mm. aren't the same as other people's when actually we need to acknowledge that they're still mine and I'm not going to be able to progress the way I want until I deal with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in the car yesterday with Jambo and we were chatting, our teacher, um, <laughs> when we were chatting about like the way we like, like first world problems because he's just been over in indonesia versus third world problems and he's just like sometimes i think some of the people could really do with that going into the third world for a bit mm -hmm. and then it would almost give us a different perspective of how to deal with our problems because like you're looking around and these people are just like diving through piles of rubbish and they're still quite happy and you're like, oh, yeah, God, like my problems. <laughs> like, I'm holding on to some of these <laughs> problems and deal with them and dragging them out for all they're worth. And really, there's like much worse situations in the world. Like, we can afford therapy. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like it's not like cheap. But say, I don't know, my therapist is, I think, 50 quid for an hour. Um, 50 quid to someone that's in Indonesia on the street would probably like, pay their month rent for a month yeah and it's like oh okay i should just deal with my problems <laughs> because there's people out there that literally can't yeah let's stop dragging it out we're not going to call it pathetic but we're also not going to drag it out as long as it needs to be yeah this yeah and you have to like i i've got to a point you know like my i've dislocated both of my shoulders and then I used to use this as an excuse so much when doing yoga. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can do a fucking handstand. Yeah. Stop dragging out these injuries. <laughs> if you can do a handstand, there is nothing wrong with your shoulders. And I had to kind of go, drop the story. Like, yeah, they've dislocated. That was a long time ago. If you can do a handstand, shut up. Nice. And I, like, I had to get to that point with myself as well, with dealing with my own trauma. Because it's like, well, I've sat and dealt with that. I've rehabbed my shoulders. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They're fine now. <laughs> like, what else do you want to be able to do with them? If, if You're like, not... oh, I better not twist just in case it pops out. Yeah. Mm. 
What a drama queen. Drama, drama. So um, you mentioned there The Maiden. So in last week's podcast, I was talking to Katie about my epiphany after getting in the water for 21 days. Yes. Um, I spoke to Jambo as well. He was on one of the episodes, which we'll link to. <laughs> yep. Um, I spoke to him about it, about the significance of 21. Yep. And he was saying, oh, maybe it's a special number specifically for me. So I should try doing things daily for 21 days and see if anything else pops up. But that's by the by. Um, the thing that came up that day was all around the maiden archetype. And and when I spoke to you about it, you said, oh, that would happen. You would have a big processy day because you're really watery. You are. <laughs> so I thought we could talk about elemental theory because when I thought yeah. about getting you on, I was sweeping my backyard and you came to mind. Earthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, while shifting dirt around the floor, Sean came to my mind. <laughs> Genuinely did. Because to me, what earthy means is mm. being homey. And like, I'd never swept that yard once and I've been there for like nearly two years. And right. it was like, oh, this feels really nice to like take care of my space. Um. Mm. And I just thought we could firstly talk about the different elements and what they mean to each of us. But mm -hmm. then also maybe look at it from the point of view of if you are coming out of like something traumatic, like a relationship or something, what you can kind well, like of... like how to nurture your element. Yeah, or nurture what's, okay. what's going to help you get through, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's... So we start with like the elements anyway. So there's like wood is like yeah. taking action, isn't it? And being maybe a wood little bit stubborn. constantly in growth. So it's like a tree. But it's also, you know that, have you seen that picture, the tree in like, in, oh, it's almost like a cave, but it's like the Nevada desert. And it's like, there is one thin beam of light coming in. And the tree is like, I will find my way to that one beam of light. Mm. So they have this like need to grow, but they're strong, variably flexible. Like they're flexible because well, when you're overly in, woody, you can be quite stubborn and stuck in your ways. I think they 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 need, yeah, they're flexible enough to know where to grow. But not necessarily if your way's different to that way. No, no, because they're like, that's where the light is. I'm going that way. Yeah, you can come with <laughs> or, like... or you can fuck off. Yes. So like wood, woody people. And it's almost like in, in their body type as well. Yeah. So like I'm right earthy. I'm like chunky. It's like wide. It's like all uh, all earthy. Where those that have got like, you know, these like thinner arms and you can see all the veins and the muscles and everything's like they almost look like branches of a tree yeah so strong that's the kind of like earthy yeah isn't it strong eyebrows is that well a, is eyebrows that are wood? like liver energy but yes could be i'm not entirely sure on that but like if your eyebrows have gone really sparse you've de depleted liver energy okay um i've got really yeah right around the eyes so if you've got really sharp pointy eyes that's fire 
Yeah. I think eyebrows would probably be wood then. Yeah. I think it's if you've got uh, quite pronounced strong eyebrows. But anyway, so we've got wood. The next is fire, yeah. which I am a bit fire. fiery as well as watery. You are fiery because you're very productive. And, and it's that sort of creative fun energy, isn't it? And yeah. Um, yeah. Running around. Like we were saying Jambo's fiery. So for him. Jambo's, yeah, it's just. Yeah, he's fire. He would be. And it's like he's really good when he's in uh, active, creative, fun, big, shiny energy. Like it's like yeah. it's where he's, yeah. where he's at his best is that like the fire pit and then people surrounding and it's just going. It's like that's. Yeah, like it's in but, flow. But, but, you like... don't necessarily need to over prepare. No. Like, Josie's quite fiery as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And Natalie's, like, woody and fiery. And a bit metallic, actually. Yeah. So, like, everyone's a, a combination of them all. Yeah, so the next... Like, so, so, so just so, to give the full picture, then you've got Earth, right. which you are. Uh, and I feel like I'm... I'm people bring Earth out in me. Okay. So if I'm with people, it makes me earthy because I'm like, how can I nurture and look after you? And like, okay. what can I do to make you feel good? So people, I think when I step into yoga, Hannah, I get really earthy and people are like, oh, your voice is really soothing. And I'm like, come on in, come in. Mm. I want to like wrap you up in blankets, that kind of thing. And then we've got metal, which is the the part of you that's um, always trying to improve, isn't it? It's like the, you can critique yeah, and go round yeah. and round and round. Like critical thinking, and it's very like black or white. You see, like all the lines around here in my house. Like my yeah. house is like black, white, and grey, and it's all like straight lines. Mm -hmm. My house is quite metallic, and it's in greys and whites and blacks. Yeah, and where are like, your earthy features? Don't need it because I am a. You are. But my personification. I have no order in my. <laughs> like, if I didn't have a metal house, there'd be no order. Like, yeah. I need somewhere to go to like do my accounts. Otherwise, they would never get done. So I need oh. like, uh, I need metal space. Interesting. Otherwise, if I ended up living in like an earthy house, it would be you know those like gypsy shacks you'd be in the woods in the middle of the woods in the woods and like in you a tree you would never route. see me again no you'd like like i'd be good so super earth would be that off-grid log cabin living and oh. if i had that you'd never see me yeah because i'm already too happy i just you'd have to come and visit me in the woods and, and then we wouldn't be able to find it anyway a million miles away from where i am and then I just said like a carrier pigeon or something. So no, I need I need I need metal to bring some order to my life. And then I need to do fiery things. Like I need to go to a forest yoga class. Yes. Um and, and I'll kick off and complain about it throughout the whole class. Mm -hmm. But I know I need it. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And then the other one is water. So that's to water. do with being in flow and being at one with yourself. It's emotion. It's, yeah. So like in tarot, it'd be the cups. So it's all about like the emotional state of being and being in flow and being adaptable, um, but like presently adaptable. 
Yeah. So you can kind of like resettle things. Mm-hmm. Like water always finds its way. Yeah. And if you have too much water, you become arrogant. I seem to recall. Yeah. I've got it all written down in a book somewhere, but yeah. um, okay. So those are all the different bits, mm-hmm. and I, I, I just find it really interesting in general. But I guess um, like it's hard to necessarily know which one you are more of. Yeah. It, it, so finding like a practitioner would be good, but you can also like there's visual things. And then there's like personality traits. So somebody that's really emotional that when something like sad happens, they just go and they cry it out and then they kind of, then they're in their factory reset. That's like a good watery person. That's how they process. That's 100% what I did last week. Yeah. And then somebody that's like predominantly fiery would probably need to go to the gym and like burn off this and that's how they would process like overstimulation or over things they just need to go and burn something off or even like physically around fire or be um just do something really sweaty and things like that because if you get too fiery though you go a bit manic so if you're in yeah. that phase of feeling like, fuck, I don't even know where I'm going or what I'm doing. I'm just so manic and running around. That's when you burn need out. to, well, burn out. But then I would say also do some earthy things. Yeah. You, so you need meet to find some friends balance. or like, you know, go and eat with people and be with people and cake. wrap yourself in like blankets and just try and mm. like downregulate a little bit as well. Yeah. So there's... Like the way the the star of the elemental stuff works. So like a fire, if if a fire's burning, you don't want to chuck water on it because you put the fire out. Yeah. Uh, If you put metal near fire, it's going to bend. And melt, yeah. If you put wood near fire, it's just going to add to the fire. But if you put fire on earth, it's going to sit there and you've got a bonfire. So like me and Jambo work together quite well because he's like fire and I'm earth and I'm like cool we'll just <laughs> bonfire <laughs> we'll work together really well if you have like fire and water the water person has to then change it'll either evaporate or they'll douse the fire sometimes that can be like if they're mm. both in their in their place it's so there's like the complementary way that uh, it works like water and metal work together quite well because like if water's evaporated it sits on metal and then kind of returns into droplets yeah or it can be in a container and then water works well with wood because it feeds the trees water feeds the trees mm-hmm. um wood and earth work together quite well yeah there's complementary yeah. Circles of things. Well, I've got an image for that so I can share it in the show notes so people can be like, mm. what the hell are they talking what? about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like just, I love it all. I find it, I guess it's similar to like when you do a personality test and you're like, oh my God, that completely explains who I am and why I do things. 
Mm. I love it. When you feel a little bit understood. What I did one the other day with uh, Beck. Is it the Myers? Myers Maya, Briggs. Myers Briggs. And I'm a. I know I can never remember what I am, but I know I'm an extrovert, that's for sure. I I, I remember reading, I was like, oh, that is me. Me and Vic are the same. Are you really? So we're we're like really good assistants in things. Earthy. She's metally as well, though. Yeah. Yeah. But we're the same Myers-Briggs thing. Mm. So it's like, yeah. So we're good at like looking after things. I bet I'm not that. So are you an introvert or extrovert? Well. That's literally the first letter. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm like an extrovert introvert. Like I really like, and I need some like alone time. But then if you put me in a room and I need to just like be the center of attention for a bit, that's fine. Oh, that's, you can still be introverted and do that. Yeah. I think I'm like it's the requirement for alone time that counts like if I sit on my own in a room after about an hour I'm like right going out I can't do this anymore oh no I can do like four days I need (laughs) one day a fortnight I figured out where I'm literally get a bodywork mattress on the floor and I lay there for like four hours I'm like those hoovers that need to just find home to recharge. You know, I'm just like, scoot back in. I'm like, goodbye, world. And I'm just like, leave leave me alone to recharge. So, yeah, I'm pretty introvert then. That is hilarious. (laughs) There'll be mums listening to this going, I remember a time when I used to be able to uh, lie in a corner. Bless. How do introverts have kids? I don't know. Because you have to go to the school in the morning, twice a day, or have a, yeah. Like, you have to, like, I'm sure someone speaks to you in the playground. They do. Can you drop your kids off with sunglasses and headphones on? I mean, you can. Yeah, that would be me then. You'd have to to really, like, not mind what other people thought of you. I, I don't. I'd go in, like, full fancy dress. Every morning, headphones, sunglasses. I'd even have the kid with sunglasses and headphones. <laughs> just like, let's go. But yeah, I think it's really important, especially then if you're a mum, to make sure that you're creating that space to be on your own if you're an introvert. Otherwise, you're just going to go crazy. Well, it's not feeding your element. Yeah. Like, it's going back to like the way elements work. It's just like if you're not doing that thing like the sacrifice that you'd need to make that's yeah I mean the elemental stuff and then becoming a parent must be really tricky because like say you are really earthy that's like parties feeding the community and you just want everyone around a table and everyone happy I love feeding people I'm a really good cook yeah you are and I'm almost like in my happy place when I'm doing that and if things are in the way and I can't, even if I go to an Airbnb and there isn't a good knife, there's part of me that sort of breaks down. I'm like, I can't cut onions well. This food isn't going to go okay. But I've so seen I, how you travel and you basically take your kitchen with you. So you've you've overridden yeah. that, that situation. I have now. But then when I go abroad, I'm like, okay, where's, can I have a knife? Like, I can't <laughs> cut with this. I, I can't take, uh, yeah, Sabatier knives through hand luggage at the airport. Because they don't like it. 
to challenge Blade and I'll get done for terrorism. They don't like it. Like, no. <laughs> I'm surprised um, you get through uh, hand luggage with some of the stuff you do take. So, yeah. Do, my, um, <laughs> my, my stones, the amount of times I get stopped with the shamanic stones, they're like, what are these? I'm like, don't touch them. <laughs> I really wouldn't recommend you touch that. Uh, you can swipe them. You can swab them. There's nothing on there. Don't touch them. <laughs> like, okay. You just get through with it. Oh. <laughs> so tell me what you're up to over the summer. How uh, can summer, people uh, work with you festivals. and see you and do festivals. stuff? Uh, festivals. And I'm starting the Reiki training tour. Ooh. So working with the medicine butter. So it's going to be traditional Reiki. I'm wearing with... blue. Wearing blue, lapis for medicine, blue, medicine, medicine Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be medicine Buddha based Reiki. So you don't need to be Buddhist because medicine Buddha doesn't require empowerments. But it's, yeah, Reiki with a cool flavour. <gasps> so I'm going to be doing that in different places in like Swansea. Definitely going to do something. Because I'm up in the northeast in July, so I might put some on at Natalie's. I will put some on at Natalie's. Good. Do something there. Up in Corbridge. Um, up in Corbridge. And then see where else comes up. Nice. But yes, it's lots of lots of festivals that I'm doing stuff at at the moment. Lush. Like, and you do one-to-ones as well, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. what can people do with you one-to-one-wise? Um, psychomagic readings. So tarot with triggering prescriptions. Excellent. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Triggering. Um, do you remember when I first met you? I was like, oh, will you do me? And you were like, absolutely not. No. no. <laughs> not where you're at at the moment. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you've got enough going on. Yeah, you were in the, in the high point of your divorcing I think yeah and just starting yoga teacher training so you already had enough triggering stuff going on I was like I don't think I need to add to that fire (laughs) like like you've got enough you'll be okay and then I imagine like the last day of teacher training and you had to then go and smash a pumpkin on someone's grave like that would have been a lot it would have been too much too much darling exactly I mean, we were doing and, and, and yeah, you don't need that all the time. But it's almost like when you're kind of at the point where you're like, oh, I keep on visiting this trauma or this situation and I need to get over it. Yeah. And you help people then, with that, don't you? Then that's when it's like, okay, it's time. So Ooh. for you, I'd say buy the hot dog fancy dress outfit. Yeah. And then go to like, where was it? Was this in Whitley Bay? Oh, where were no, you? No, was... I was living in Scunthorpe or something like that at the time. Oh, how? So like really very young. Oh, oh I know. This is right. my roots. Dress up as a hot dog, and give out hot dog without sauces to like twenty-one people. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to see me do this? Yeah. (laughs) And then I think by that point, you'd be like, ah! And you just, 
You just get over it. Because you're replacing the traumatic one with something that's like newly traumatic, but fun. <laughs> so Do you're you know traumatizing I mean? yourself in a new way. And but then I'll with be over like it. adult perspective, you're like, well, I mean, did anyone die? Because I was in fancy dress and giving out hot dogs. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Wise words. Uh, Sean is available for hire. <laughs> Sean is available for hire. Yeah. So psycho magic things, um, tarot. Um, what else do we do? Reiki, but one to ones. I live in Somerset, so it's like, if you're near me, then yes. Or if I'm on the road, body work. So if I'm yeah. traveling around places, if you see that I'm in your area then I always do one-to-ones for body work. You need to do me a little PDF of where you're going to be, you know, like a touring comedian. Mm. One of those, and then I can attach it to the show notes so people know where okay. you're going to be. And then if they want to hire you to come and yeah. release their womb trolls, um, <laughs> you can do that or get them to dress up as a hot dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. In all honesty, well, I would like Sean is an absolute magician. So if he yeah. is near you, I would get him to come and put his hands on you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. That's a bit, I'm not sure what we talked about, but it was bloody fascinating. <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate oh. it. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. It would be amazing if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you've got a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or by my website, uh, mumsdays.com. And did you know that I've got a newsletter? So it's the best way to stay in touch and to make sure you don't miss any podcasts or any freebies or competitions that we're running. And again, you can sign up to that through the website.